Welcome to the Online Initiative Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Clare. I'm a passionate coach for female entrepreneurs, creatives, and aspiring biz babes. If you are ready to step into your zone of genius, take action, and finally own your confidence so that you can show up and shine online, you are in the right place. I cannot wait to guide you through the online noise, teach you some kick-ass strategies, and bring you some of the best guest experts I know. Get ready to skyrocket your visibility and create the business of your dreams. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Online Initiative Podcast. Today, I am joined by Christina Gomes, and she is the most amazing person that I have spoken to on this podcast, and I can't wait for you guys to hear exactly what we got up to in today's episode. We spoke all about magnetic marketing, and I'm not going to lie, we got very deep into the whole meaning behind why you should be showing up and how you should be showing up for yourself and your audience in the online space. Like always, I'm going to let her introduce herself and then we can dive in. So buckle up. Today's is a very good episode and I hope you enjoy it. Also, her cats were kind of making a little bit of a racket halfway through the episode, so I apologize for that, but you will hear them. And don't forget to take a screenshot and share this episode to your stories. Tag me at the Lauren Claire so I can see that you've been tuning in to the podcast. Hi, yeah, I'm Christina Gomes. I am a conscious creative coach, sales strategist, and I help conscious business owners show up authentically in the online space and get paid to create. And I really love this. I started as a singer-songwriter, a yoga teacher, a multi-passionate creative. And when I finally channeled a program that I was super proud of that helped people, it helped me to start showing up online on purpose. And I just believe that the online space is so lovely. We get to meet people that we wouldn't normally get to meet otherwise when we show up in the online space. And so I am really stoked on this next level of my business to help people to to show up for their audiences in a way that feels good for them. I love that. You've actually already answered my second um, question, which was how you got into this, but you've already said multi-passionate and I can 100% resonate with that because I was kind of like that in the beginning. I, I knew I was destined for the online space, but I had no idea where to start. And I just had so many ideas that I really did have uh, struggle niching down a bit. So I love that, that you've kind of gone on this journey to really find where your position in the online space is. Yeah. And what helped me with that too is permission. permission. And I help my clients to also have the permission to just start because no matter what niche you, you choose at the very beginning, you you might change. <laughs> you might, you're going to definitely refine it. And so people get so caught up in the niche that they don't actually start creating or they don't actually start showing up. And to build an audience, you know, I, start, I just started showing up. I just started sharing my songs in the online space, sharing memes. And then I realized, oh, you can actually strategically and with a lot of heart put things out into the online space and magnetize people into your world. And I started to try to figure it all out on my own. And then I went to people who had done it before and saw, oh, okay, this, this makes it really easy. And now I, I have to help my friends to do the same and people that are come across my world because putting myself out in the online space 
it was more than that. It was feeling like I could share who I was with yeah. people. Yeah, absolutely. And that was really important. I love that so much. And I love that you're now sharing your gifts um, after the journey that you've come on to. And I'm really excited to talk about this today because it's something that I do kind of preach myself, which is video marketing and being visible and really getting in front of your audiences. And like you said, some people get so wrapped up in what it is that they do, who they serve, who their audience is. And yes, those things are important, but I think the most important thing is just getting out there and putting yourself in front of your audiences and kind of testing the waters with that. So I'd love to dive into video marketing. Why? I think we all know it's so important, especially in 2020, but why would you say using video for your business right now online is really important to be doing? I had practiced, I was so excited, and I went out there and I completely froze. (laughs) I started the song, and you know, I'm sure all of your countries have different versions of what we call a national anthem, but it's something that was drilled into us, right? We were taught (laughs) this. And you know, it's it's not a song that maybe you know, but everybody in the US knows our national anthem. And so it's not that I forgot it, it was that I froze. I this fear rose up in me and I totally blanked out. And from that moment on, subconsciously, I promised myself I would never do anything scary again. (laughs) I wouldn't put myself out there. I wouldn't share my voice. And then I started to write songs about seven years later. And I started to study psychology in a master's level program. And I started to put it all together that If I wanted to share my songs, and I did want to, then I had to understand what this fear was, and I had to look at it and and show up anyway. Show up in the thing that I wanted to do in this life, which was share my songs. And then I was able to translate that into sharing my story and sharing my gifts and talents with the world. But it all started with unlocking that first belief of if I share my story, if I show up in front of people in a vulnerable way, that I will freeze. I will freeze and I will basically die. But actually, <laughs> that, that doesn't happen. It really doesn't happen. I didn't die in that moment. You know, I, my ego might have died and my self-confidence might have died. But all those things we can build back up. And I built my self-confidence back up and I started showing up sharing my songs and that led to me sharing my stories and that led to me sharing different programs in the online space. But for an order for people to know that these programs existed, I had to start, start showing up. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. And because I can, I can resonate with this as well, because the deep root of cause of my lack of showing up in the beginning stages of my business was 
down to a very similar situation. It was a, it was a speech in school and you had to kind of stand in front of your class. It obviously wasn't as big as yours, but it still stuck with me, but I was unable to identify it in the beginning. And I was like, I'm just scared because everyone's scared to get on video where in actual fact, no, it was because there was a previous experience, a, a minor trauma for me of getting in front of my classmates and not being able to deliver this speech. And so that was like the number one reason. I think a lot of people get it and a lot of people have this past experience where they aren't able to show up because of something else in the past. And like, yeah, I agree. I think it's so important to identify that first and then you can start to move forward and you can start pushing past it. Yeah. Yeah. And developing practices that allow you to actually push past it, flow past it, go past it. Because, you know, it's like yoga. I also studied yoga. And, th- and that's what I'm, what happened for me is I started to study fear and our behaviors from different lenses. So from the psychology lens and then uh, walking the earth, studying with different Taoist masters. You can hear my cats. I know, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> There's so many cute kitties. That's so but cute. I started to study with different masters in the forest. And they were all saying the same thing, the same thing as my psychology professors were saying, that we have these experiences that make up who we are now, but they actually don't make up who we truly are. We as humans, as beings, are much more powerful than any past experience and much more powerful than this feeling of fear. We are not this fear. We are not this this fear at all. And so if we can tap into what we truly are, which is beyond fear, and look at that fear from an objective lens and say, oh, here's that fear again. Here's that fear again, but I'm still going to share my story because it's important. So also getting in touch with our whys. You know, why did I want to share my songs? It was bigger than me. This was a message moving through me. And that's the same reason that I want to share my story and the same reason that I want to share my programs because they help people. And so my why is not uh, really as self-centered as, you know, to start it off, like I just want to move past the sphere. But really there was a bigger why under that. I I want to help people. Yeah, I love that. And I 100% agree. Fear is always going to be standing in our way. And it's, it's probably one of the biggest roadblocks that people face in the online space before starting their business or in the beginning stages they know that they want to be there and they know what what gifts and talents they want to be sharing but the fear is just standing there and it's preventing them from um actually showing up for themselves and for their business yeah i completely agree with that yeah and i help people create programs based on their story so it's all this cycle. If we start sharing our stories, then actually we are in that moment creating the program, the offer, the, the thing that's going to actually help people because our stories can help people alone. But once you actually package that up into a program, then you are, you're doing a different level of service because you are putting all of the steps that you've learned into this, this, this cool thing that people can jump in on and they pay money to jump in on. And they, they, that's that signifier of they value this. 
And yeah. that also helped me to show up more confidently. It was like when other people started to value my song, they were paying, they were putting money in the hat to uh, value that they valued my art. I was like, oh, wow, we can really translate this to more, to more things. And it was like, it's like putting the coins in the proverbial hat when I, when I say my program costs this much and yeah. I'd be delighted to have you inside of it. It's, it's that they value that they're putting the money in the hat for your art because what you're putting out in the world, I believe is your art. Yeah. I love that. And I think as well, your story is the most important thing that you need to be sharing online. Um, and I think a lot of people are actually kind of scared in the beginning to, to talk about themselves and to talk about their story. Um, I know I've heard from some people that it's just something that they don't feel comfortable doing, but I think it's so important um, and even better if you're getting on and building it around a course or a program or getting on video to talk about it as well. So I think that's really important. Camera confidence, however, is probably another thing that stops people from really showing up online. And I know from personal experience, it was a huge roadblock for me. So I'd love to hear from you what advice you would give to somebody if maybe they want to start implementing video marketing into their business, but maybe they're camera shy or they're scared and they're just not um, really sure where to start. Right. Yeah. Because you, you can develop your stories, you can develop your program and you feel confident in it. And then you show up on video and you look past, you look on the past video and you go, no, I'm not sharing that. <laughs> and you don't yeah. feel confident to actually pr push live or uh, push it out into the online space. And that's okay. That's a great place to start because you, or you, you know, you know that you want this, you know, you have a bigger why and now we can get you to that confidence space. So it's actually on camera, you've got to hype up your energy. And I believe, and luckily I have this belief ingrained, is that everything is energy. Everything is a vibration. So what you put out into the world, you're going to have that reflected. And for some reason on the screen, it sort of uh, diminishes your natural energy. You definitely can connect and share your vibration through the screen, but there's just something that happens. It's, it becomes this two-dimensional uh, view of the full, vibrant, five-dimensional <laughs> being that you are. So when you show up with, on the camera, you have to amp up your energy. You have to smile bigger and, like, and show your teeth and like move your hands. and, and and, and it may seem silly. You're like, nobody actually moves like this in real life. But then you see when you watch your videos again, you're like, oh, it, I actually look normal. <laughs> like, I don't look like this big, big clown. Like you look more, you look normal. And if you kind of just have a regular presence through the screen um, and you look back, you may think, oh, like kind of a little bit lifeless or, or less vibrancy and so you but you get to play the cool thing about pre-recorded videos is you get to play and the way I teach is is to yeah start with pre-recorded videos if you're not comfortable with live watch past those videos um, with with loving eyes no matter what like no nobody cares about you know the little dark spot that you see nobody sees that <laughs> what yeah. they do see 
is your energy. And so play, like do some wild, like wild energy more than you possibly thought was like normal. Like, yeah. like amp it up and then watch past. And okay, maybe you're like, all right, I went too far. But there will be a <laughs> threshold where you're like, oh, that was, yeah, that's nice. Watch it back with loving eyes and try again. <laughs> Yeah. I love that because I used to have to do that. I used to have to hype myself up because you're right. If you aren't being that over the top extra version of yourself through the the lens, it kind of comes across very mundane and very kind of monotone. And yeah, you, you kind of feel like a little bit silly in the beginning, but it becomes a habit. Um, and I've definitely seen that in myself in showing up. And I always think to myself as well, I kind of, base how I show up off of the people that I enjoy watching online. And so the people I enjoy watching online are the over the top, really high energy, high vibe people. And so if I wanted to almost match that, I had to kind of hype myself up before. So I love that you've said that. And it's definitely something that I used to do, but I don't actually have to do it so much anymore. I am just a little bit crazy on my stories sometimes, but it, it translates. It really does. The more you just show up, and be yourself and don't worry about um, the mistakes or the, the word mess ups or the small things that we think we need to be perfecting in video. It's kind of like we're throwing the, the rule book out the window because we've all been exposed mm. to YouTube and film and adverts and they're all very polished videos. Whereas showing up now in live video, maybe on Facebook or stories on Instagram, I don't think we need to be showing up as a perfectly polished version of ourselves anymore. And I think that's what people really need to understand and really get into their head is that you don't need to have this perfect version of yourself to show up. Oh, I love that. I love that because I've come across so many people where perfectionism is the thing that is holding them back. Yeah. And I don't know if I just uh, don't have the perfectionist gene or I, through my studies of psychology, have let that go, have watched it dissipate. Because as a performer, when you go to sing a song, when you go to share your songs in that vulnerable way, there is no perfection. Your voice will crack. You're not going to hit every note. And so it is actually weirder if you if your voice goes out of tune and then you stop the whole performance and go like yeah oh no that wasn't perfect and you run away I mean even when I blanked out when I was 16 I didn't run off the stage I like stood there like a lunatic <laughs> and then I came back and I started singing again I started singing again so even though I didn't sing like in front of anyone for seven more years, I, in that moment, even knew I have to, I cannot run away from this. <laughs> I have to start back up. And I think that that image helped me. You know, I, I retreated. I said, I'm never going to do that again. I will never share my voice again. <laughs> but, but I knew even as that 16 year old, that I cannot just like run away. That, that is going to be weird. <laughs> it's like, I already messed up. I might as well keep going. And that has stuck with me. And that's what, what performers do. You know, they, they keep going in the moment. And even if it's not their best performance or it's not perfect, quote unquote perfect, what is perfection? It is this ideal that is construct of the mind 
that actually doesn't exist. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's silly to let, to let an idea hold us back. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Perfectionism doesn't exist. It's just a thought in our own heads and it's something, and it's different to all of us as well. And I think that's what the problem is. Um, and I hate perfectionism and it, it's definitely something that used to hold me back. And I'm so glad that I'm finally over that um, because otherwise I'd still be stuck where I was uh, three years ago mm. and not showing up and not doing the things that I wanted to. So we've kind of spoken about uh, stepping away from perfectionism, but I do want to talk about from a different perspective of using the word perfect, what makes up a perfect video, especially in the online space. And when you're trying to market your, your online business, what aspects go into it that makes it like the best possible video that it can be. Right. And, and I love that you asked this because actually in one of my masterclasses, uh, free, free webinars, I talk about and I teach on the anatomy of the perfect video because we as people can't be perfect, but there is a way to write a script that has everything in it so that you can deliver it in the best way possible so that you can get your knowledge across in a way that connects and you can, you know, you can, you can be the best version of yourself and not be a perfectionist. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with wanting to be the best version of yourself. Like my course and my program is awesome because I make it better. Like I, it's not just like, Oh, it's done. And now it's out there. It's perfect. Like I listen to my people, I receive feedback and I make it better. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's great. That's cool. That's evolution. We're, we're designed for that. Yeah. But when, when we're like, oh, it needs to be perfect, well, th I've created the anatomy of the perfect video for all those perfectionists out there. Don't worry, I got you. And you need to have four elements in this video, and that's what makes it the best video it can be. And I would say it's a good hook. It's like, hey, hi, this is what this video is about. And you don't have to you know, start the video off in some weird way or start like giving a validation of this video, you're like, you're going to want to watch this video because, yeah. and that gets people like, Oh yeah. And if they are interested in the topic, then they'll stay. So that's cool. It happens right in the beginning. And then you move into your intro. So it depends on how long your video is. If you have an hour long masterclass, then you get to introduce yourself in a longer format. But if you're doing you know, if you're doing a five minute live video, <laughs> that's going to be a different intro. And if you're doing like a 15 minute live video, say on your Facebook uh, group or something, then it can be a little longer of a video. But I use something called a magnetic mantra, which is like your value articulator statement. So I'll say something like, hi, I'm Christina Gomes, founder of freercreativity.org. And yeah, that's, that's really short, but it, uh, get some intrigue like oh she's a founder oh yeah. free your, and then they can check out freeyourcreativity.org if they want to learn about my entire story however the video isn't about me i mean even though yeah. folks are watching me in magnetic marketing the video isn't about me it's what you know what can i help my people how can i be there for my audience so the intro is short as well and then the heart of the video is your story or your content. So we're also not telling stories just to be like, hey, look at me and look how fun my stories are. 
I mean, that's yeah. cool if they're fun, but your stories help people to transform right in your free content. That's amazing. Or, or your content could be educational, but whether it's a story or it's a, you know, something you're teaching on, that's the heart of a video. You don't have to worry about like showing your credibility for the entire video and then get, then get to the stuff that they want to see. Just say who you are, say, you know, who you help. I'm Christina Gomes. I help conscious creatives become badass business owners. You know, I have a few versions of my, my <laughs> magnetic mantra. But, you know, you're going to have a few versions of yours depending on your intentions. And then the last and arguably the most important part of your video is your call to action. What are the next steps? So your video, the intention is to have a next step for your people. Is it to download your freebie? Is it to like your post so it gets, you know, seen by more people, can help more, more people out there? Is it to um, uh, dive into your actual program? You know, that can be a call to action. Private message me and I'll give you more information. But your call to action is really important because it leads people to inspired action. If they are inspired by your story or by your content, then they are going to be inspired to act. And one thing that I truly believe is that you cannot pray a program into existence. And you cannot plan a program into existence. All of the praying and the planning, a, a vital aspect of your program, your course, your offer. However, when you act, when you align and you start to do the actions, then it starts to come together. Yeah. So you also want your people to be inspired to act. So your call to action is that last part. And what's really cool about a call to action is like, Sometimes we can go on and on in these videos or like forget the point. Your call to action is the point. You can then say bye. You're like, oh, I did the call to action. Okay, bye. <laughs> you know, however you want to close. But you know, you know, like, okay, the video's over. Awesome. <laughs> I did <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I love that. And I think, yeah, a call to action in video, especially in live video, because I know it's something that people struggle to actually show up and do. And all they're worried about in the moment is, am I going to mess up or can I get through with this? And they're actually missing the point of why they're showing up and what it is that they're, they're trying to get across. What point do they have and what action do they want their audience to take? So yeah, I completely get that. And I always tell my clients and my community, it's really important to almost trickle the call to action throughout the post. I almost do it three times. Mm. So I like to talk about it in the beginning because again, holding the retention of your audience is hard nowadays. So if you're doing a 10 minute mm. long video, I think it's really good to kind of almost trickle it in at the beginning, talk about it in the middle and then close off with it at the end as well. Love it. Yeah. Three, three <laughs> times the charm. I love it. Yeah. I love, <laughs> I love doing that because people are always kind of jumping in and out of lives. Um, so yeah, I'm always just like, yeah, just talk about it all the time. You're going to be fine. <laughs> right. You want to inspire people to act throughout the video and yeah. your different components of the video are going to help you. And that's really cool. If you can transition from each of the four components with that call to action, even inviting people to, you know, continue to watch because, because of x y and z or just x that's yeah. really inspiring as well like, oh yeah i'm back you know you <laughs> and nowadays you do have to call people back to attention 
Like, yeah. hi, you're going to want to check out this next part because, you know, yeah. why? And then you say, why? Why is that important? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. People kind of, their attention span is short nowadays. <laughs> and I love that you also yeah. spoke about having a magnetic mantra. I absolutely love that. I'd also like to talk about magnetic messaging and how to really get your point across, especially through your content and in your video that really speaks to your audience and your ideal customer. Yes, I believe that the most magnetic message is a message that is true to you based on your story based on the things that you've gone through in your life. You know, why are you starting a business? Mm -hmm. It's most likely because you have transformed in some way and you want to help others to transform in some way. And that can be your message. And when you have a message of transformation, that is magnetic because we're designed to evolve as humans. You know, I studied psychology for a very long time, still studying. I'm like a forever student of psychology. <laughs> and evolutionary psychology would say, you know, we're social creatures. We're designed to be together, to connect in community and to evolve together. Yeah. So if you're, you know, and that could be considered one of my messages. So when you, but when you actually define what your message is, like what is it that has helped you? And be, you know, being confident and sharing your voice and showing up is, is all part of my message because I struggled with sharing my voice and showing up. I didn't share my songs for seven years when I had this gift of creativity inside me. And I want to continuously deliver the message that your voice is magic and your voice matters in this life. And so often we get stifled at an early age uh, of our from our creativity in general, from either the outside world saying like, be quiet or, you know, artists never make any money or like what, get a real job, yeah. get a kid, things like that. But there are markers in your life that you can identify that maybe have stifled your creativity. And so it's no wonder that it, now is hard to be confident or to show up in the online space or to show up at all. And you don't have to blame yourself and continue to self shame. You can say, okay, this was a programming of our society. Now, what is the message that I need to hear? Yeah. <laughs> and whatever message that helped you that you needed to hear, you can start to share that message. And then you become the magnetic because it's part of your story. And, and you know that this message transformed you. And so you, you're like, no matter what, no matter how shy I am or no matter how scared I am, I have to share this message with the world. And that, then you become the magnet. I love that. That is so inspiring. Absolutely yeah. love that. Thank you so much. Before we go and we wrap things up, I'd love to hear what your number one golden nugget advice is to somebody listening that maybe wants to get into this online space and they are struggling with the things that we've been talking about. What advice would you give to them? You are creativity. I don't know if this is going to sound a little woo for your audience, but <laughs> you are made of creativity. Creativity is spirit speaking through you. So whatever language you use to describe the thing that binds humanity and all beings together, 
you know, different cultures use different words, Shakti, the universe, the great mystery, the all-pervading consciousness. I like to call it the all, the all-pervading hug. Like this, this thing, we all know psychologically deep inside that there's something that makes us one, that unifies us. Yeah. That for me is creativity. And so when you get that whisper from creativity herself, from the universe, from the cosmos, again, whatever <laughs> language, from God, whatever language you want to use to describe yeah. that thing, the great mystery says, hey, you got a purpose, you got something to share, it's time. Well, you, you just got to listen. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, trust, trust your intuition, trust your higher self, trust this source, and then say, okay, I can do this because I'm meant to. Because we're all meant to. We're all meant to create. We're here to create. So go up there and create the thing that that the universe is asking you to create. Wow. I love that you say it's like a little whisper because that's exactly how it feels sometimes. It genuinely feels like someone has whispered an idea into your head and all of a sudden you just have no idea where to start or what direction to go in. But yeah, I love that little kind of metaphor. That's That's brilliant. I really, really love that. Thank you so much for today. This has been so amazing. I've really enjoyed chatting with you and just so much insight into you and your business and all of the knowledge that you've shared with us today. I'd love for you to tell everyone where they can find you online um, and we will obviously link all of that in the show notes below. Beautiful. So I have my website, freeyourcreativity.org and on there you can receive a money magnifying elevation your money consciousness you can receive a drum journey which i <laughs> self-produced i am an artist i am a musician and i produce this drum journey to help you to step into receiving prosperity in your life because that is what why we that's one reason why we created a business is to be <laughs> prosperous in our gifts and talents and to only have to do our gifts and talents in the world because that's that is what creativity wants from us is to show up in ways that feel really good for us and help each other out so there's that on there i'm also on the instagram as the mystic rebel if you could tell i am a little <laughs> bit intrigued by mysticism but grounding that mysticism into everyday life so that we can continue to create and get paid to do it <laughs> so thank you so much for having me this has been really fun I've really enjoyed that. Thank you so much. I'm definitely going to go get my hands on that free um, download, but thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to the Online Initiative podcast. You can follow me over on Instagram at thelaurenclaire or check out my website, thelaurenclaire.com. If you're ready to learn, grow, connect, and get the support that you need in the beginning stages of your business, I am inviting you to come and join my free Facebook group, the online initiative with Lauren Claire. Get exclusive insights and strategies so that you can really skyrocket your business from the get-go. I will see you in the next episode and I can't wait to welcome you inside the online initiative community.